Welcome back to Serial Adulterer, the show for anyone who's ever turned their back on their own breakfast cereal in search of warmer pastures, cooler climes. Perhaps you went from Post to Kellogg, General Mills to a fourth one. I'm sure we'll get into all of that. We're going to be taking calls about all of those pivotal moments when we decided enough was enough, that we couldn't waste another day on a fruity pebble or a golden graham, or perhaps we couldn't live without a fruity pebble or a golden graham. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder and the mouth of the breakfast eater guy. You remember that from the Bible. Let's go to the phones. We have a caller calling in from Connecticut. Hello. How do you do? Hello, sir. Thank you for taking my call. You're very welcome. Uh, may I May I have your name? Uh, my name is John. Hello, John. Uh, oh, sorry. I did not uh, introduce myself. Uh, I am Tony Tiger. And I know what you're thinking. But no, not that one. John, how are you doing? Well, I'm doing well, sir. Um, I am very glad that you did take my call. Um, I have been listening for quite some time, and I have to say for the first time in my tenure of listening to your show, I I am calling in to talk about how outraged I am about a subject you talked about uh, this very last week. Uh, Well, I'm sorry to hear that. What exactly was it that got you so miffed tony when you had the expert on who broke down people's personalities by the types of checks cereal that they prefer yes dr bedelia onioncate as i recall was her name well well tony that that outraged me to to no end and and i am speaking as a a corn checks former corn checks eater ah. current wheat checks eater so a pedophile yeah, so I, I, I object to that strongly, Tony. I don't think you can make such broad swaps at, at people. I don't. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> I can merely report what scientists have told me. Dr. Bedelia Oniongate was very clear. Uh, if you are a corn checks eater, then you have sexual feelings for those who are not yet mature. Well... You know, I did not research the publications that perhaps she has been published well, in. Well, she's or... been published in Scientific Bi-Weekly and the annual reports on uh, things. That's fair. And and I I definitely believe that once a year is a good time to check in on science. I'm not against that. Yeah. And just just things in general. Very true. Uh, I've called into the show exactly once a year for the last three years, and you, you probably do remember. I thought you sounded familiar, John. Yeah. John from Connecticut, of course. Yep. It was, uh, there, was, there was a pretty dark time in my life when I was a rice checks eater. As I, that was last year. You were switching from rice checks to corn checks. Yeah. Yep. The double pivot. Yes. Switching from... A scatological pervert to a pedophile. 
if Dr. Bedelia's research is to be believed. And ironically, I wasn't as angry the first time I heard the diagnosis on, on the air. Well, uh, This was the first time I was very angry last week. I mean, uh, if you're playing with your own scat, no one gets hurt. It's, yeah, sure, it smells and it's gross, but, but you know. To each their own. First Amendment. Absolutely. Now, John, remind me why you called. You're angry that we called you a pedophile, but you're switch- you've switched to wheat checks now. You're out of that phase. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm miffed. I'm miffed at that entire conversation and the sure. uh, kind of fraudulent science that you're, you're putting on the airwaves, but I'm mostly calling to complain about that advertisement you have for uh, Honey Nut Cheerios that you guys play over and over, and, and you talk about it coming out of the breaks. Well, As someone who just hates Honey Nut Cheerios with a passion, uh, I think it's a little bizarre that you uh, you don't mind jumping over the fence into the uh, supporting of a single cereal uh, when you're supposedly this objective person. John, uh, this may seem a bit rude, uh, I but you did remind me, and I would like to take a quick break and play that uh, self-same Honey Nut Cheerios commercial, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, yes, we'll go to break now. Oh, oh. Hey kids, have you gotten your Honey Nut Cheerios yet today? If you haven't, go to your parents right now and demand them. Remember that Honey Nut Cheerios are an essential part of your diet and your clothing choices and can be ground down to use for insulation. You know, whatever you've got going on, consider substituting in Honey Nut Cheerios for that particular task. I'm... I'm a bee. Hey, kid. This is seven-time NBA All-Star, Will Chamberlain, talking to you about cereal. And not just any cereal. Yeah, that's right, your favorite subject. When I'm not dunking a basketball, I'm dunking my spoon into a nice big bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios. Tell your parents, buy you some cereal now, or fuck off. Hey yo, I'm I'm John Travolta from the 70s. They went back in time to tell me about this great cooking cereal they got, Honey Nut Cheerios. I never could imagine something like that when I was the Saturday Night Fever. I think that was my name in that movie. I played the titular character. Anyway, I mean, I was impressed by time travel, but then they told me Honey Nut Cheerios, and I said, Get out of town. And then they said, no, it's true. And then I said, hold the trolley. And then they said, that's not 70s slang. And I said, you found me out. I'm an ageless being. But I was still very impressed about the Cheerios, and I endorsed them. Please don't tell present-day John Travolta about me, because I believe he will try to insert his brain into my body. Anyway, this is getting quite long. The point is, Honey Nut Cheerios are great. Call it, nurse. Time of death, 5.52 p.m. Man, I hate to see another person die before their time. Let's get this autopsy going. I got a golf game to play. Yep, just as I thought. A stomach full of regular Cheerios. Nurse, if I had a dollar for every time we saw one of these ground wheat-eating bastards in here, Foolishly eating the wrong Cheerios, not knowing what damage it does to your body, 
When will people learn? I don't know. I wish I could just do something about it. Go on the airwaves. Put a billboard up. Something. I love you, Dr. Doctorson. Oh, nurse. Maybe it's the formaldehyde in here, but seeing somebody's life snuffed out too early by eating the wrong type of Cheerios and the aforementioned fumes have really got me thinking. You want to put a ring on my finger? Well, there just so happens there's one on this morgue table. It doesn't fit quite well enough, but I believe you'll find the sentiment to be honest. <gasps> Is a honey nut Cheerio? And when I say it doesn't fit well, I meant almost no possible way to get it on any human finger. It, but it, we could chisel it down with your surgical tools. We sure can, and every day of our marriage will be a reminder to people to think about the cereals that you eat. And I, I don't want to take this journey of teaching the world about cereals and the damages they can do on my own. Let's do this. Honey Nut Cheerios. Get some today. And, and we're back. Uh, that was a very long commercial break. John, are you still there? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm here. Yeah, they, they play those commercials on the phone. I don't know if you know that. We So we have to listen to them on the phone as well. You know, it's not up to me. As Dr. Bedelia's research proved, uh, Honey Nut Cheerios... Uh, the cereal uh, most akin to the Aryan race and therefore the best. Yeah, and that's that's another thing. I, I know we've we've just gotten through a pretty tough political season, and I know mm. you and I don't see to eye to eye. We right. have covered several times. I, do you not like that I've gone full Nazi? Yeah, I have to say, when I first listened listened to your show, uh, it was about you know it was about the contents of a bowl. And now you're making it about the contents of a soul. You know, the thing, the thing about dear leader Trump's great slogan, make America great again. And it is a great slogan. It doesn't rhyme. But when you say it used to be about the contents of a bowl, now it's about the contents of a soul. You've really done something there. You've made me realize that if my political aspirations can't be boiled down to a rhyming couplet, then they're not worth the red baseball cap they're printed on. Can we get that on a hat, John? I, I, I think you're onto something, and I... Here's the deal. You get me one of those hats, maybe in a light blue... I'll renounce Nazism and won't call anyone the pedophile for eating corn checks anymore than I already have. Well, I think we did something great today. Uh, I, I, I will talk to my uh, contact at the Pro Image at, at the mall. Great. And see if we can't get this, this light blue hat thing rolling. And I'm going to take care of my side of the bargain. You just Please, I would love it if you you take care of your your side, Tony. Absolutely, it's a purge. Anyone listening right now who's not anti-fascist, hit the road and leave your spoons where you found them. Thanks so much, John. Let's move on to another call. 
We've got a call here from Nevada, Reno, Nevada. You've got Tony Tiger here. You're on Serial Adulterer. What's going on? Thanks, Tony. I'm calling you from the biggest little city in the world, Reno, Nevada. I, I wanted to, to bounce some ideas off of you. Um, I definitely, you know, I've listened to the show for, for just so long. Hmm. Going into my second decade of enjoying enjoying your show and yes, award winning show, might I add. I think the uh, breast breakfast cereal alliance, you know, despite their kind of shady political dealings, right? They know what they're doing. So when they chose you as podcast or live performance or radio um, call in show of the year mm. in two thousand six, yes. I, I think that, um, you know, I was obviously, we, we felt like we were actually sharing that moment with you as long-time listener. Absolutely. You know, it's we've had an amazing streak. We actually, the only year we lost that was, uh, I believe it was 1991 when Honey, I Shrunk the Kids came out and they had that extended uh, serial sequence with the kids floating in the generic Cheerios. And obviously we can't compete with that. That's a once-in-a-lifetime pop culture serial moment. But every other year. It's been us. Tony, that's the thing I actually wanted to chat with you about. I'm glad you mentioned the genericism of America's breakfast cereals. And it's something that I see every day. Right. Uh, as an educator mm. and as a mentor for, for children, I've seen firsthand what, what can happen when you step away from the Kellogg's, the Post, mm. the Ralston Purinas, and you get these giant bags of who knows what malto meal malto meal awful and how do you expect a child to start off their day of doing great things when they don't even have a box for their cereal tony not even a box you can't read a bag i mean you can but it won't stand up you know eclipse season is coming up you can't make a safe Eclipse viewer out of a plastic bag. You can't turn in part of the bag for an action figure or a book to read over the summer. You can't put a bag on the floor and let the cat play around in it. I mean, you can. You can. And it, it actually can be quite entertaining. It's pretty... There's some YouTube videos. I've, it's quite... Bags, you win that one. Okay, I we can agree that bags are far superior choice for the creation of entertaining cat videos. But when you purchase something off of the bottom shelf of a grocery store, what message does that send to our youth? Right. I mean, bottom shelf. It's all there. It's in the name. You're telling kids, hey... Don't reach for something higher. Stay down here. You don't need you don't need a fancy animal mascot. You just need some maltodextrin. And when you pass off a cereal with an ironically misspelled name, perhaps even trying to circumvent a trademark, well, I, I just feel like that's also telling our kids that education isn't important. I mean, first officer crunch, what's the point? And the, the fact that he didn't earn those stripes? No. He is allowed to not die in a shipwreck? 
What's that? You Captain Captain Crunch. And and I know that you're a student of the backstory as much as I am. I Absolutely. mean he achieved some things in the high seas. Not many people know this, but Captain Crunch was a real man. Cornelius Crunch. Uh, he he was the original captain on the Titanic and uh, got a cold, couldn't go on that fateful voyage, and always regretted it. He thought, you know, if I had been there, if I had been there, I could have just eaten that iceberg. I think the story of Captain Cornelius Crunch yes. is, is also something that that is missing from our youth today because they just don't know that story, Tony. Yeah. And they certainly don't know about Toucan Sam's social work. There are literally thousands of acres of rainforest land that were personally saved yes. by the Toucan Sam Foundation and yes. later taken over by his daughter, the wonderful Toucan Samantha. Yes. And then they made... A sitcom based on his life. I think you all remember it. It was called Cheers. I'm looking at the VHS collection on my shelf right now, and right there next to Snap, Crackle, Pop, Work, Hard, Ethics, mm. the the really poorly worded documentary on, on those three brothers that we know so well. Ah, uh, the Rice Krispies triplets. Uh, it's right there, and I, I've... Darn near worn out the magnetic tape on that that VHS, watching that that masterpiece over and over again. And by the way, uh, your VHS commentary on that was very rare. <laughs> very rare. Just simply brilliant. And uh, again, a great example of how you, Tony, I think, have done a lot for just the breakfast cereal field in general. You know... It's it's funny that uh, VHS commentary tracks were not sanctioned. I actually had to uh, borrow, shall we say, uh, every copy of the VHS I could get my hands on and then clandestinely replace them after I had overlaid my commentary track. And there's no way to turn it off. Okay. Uh, I just, But I just knew that my commentary track would be just the thing. You know, Snap, Crackle, Pop, they had good ideas, but they didn't really know how to sell them. But I know. I understood what was really great. You know, I got to the heart of what what does it mean to be crisp? What's a crisp way of living? I think the, the three brothers were just so reluctant to trump each other and to to grab the spotlight that they they were in the shadows and they didn't mark themselves. And that's why I love the fact that you you actually did record a slightly different version on every single VHS tape. And I believe me, that's why I have five of them. I'm, I was not the greatest technical mind, um, so I actually did do each and every single one live. So there are actually uh, 728 different versions of that commentary track. Uh, and I actually get subsequently more drunk I don't really want to blow you up on the radio right now, um, but oh. since you bring it up, um, I, I, I do own the copy where you admitted to your role in the Challenger disaster while pretty drunk. And I well, believe- that's all your time. Statute um, of limitations is up. Don't don't even worry about it. That, like, there's nothing they can do. Look, I. Look, Sally Ride got a bit too big for her britches, and I had to take it down. Well, and we pretty much said goodbye to Tang on that day, so uh, many of us 
Maybe not in public, but we'll thank you for that, Tony. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, just a brief catch up. Uh, my approximately eight months as a Nazi are over. Uh, but I have been outed as the mastermind behind the uh, Challenger space shuttle sabotage. Uh, you know, I'm just as God made me, uh, which is the same as a nice bowl of muesli. And I wouldn't fault muesli. You know, you don't look at a bowl of muesli and say, oh, it's evil. It just is. And I'm the same way. I'm Tony Tiger. I just am. I killed Sally Ride. Let's take one more call, and uh, then I might have a chat with a lawyer. Uh, a final call calling in from... I'm not good at pronouncing these words. Uh, the Yucatan Peninsula, you know the one. The, Mex the part of Mexico that sticks out. You know where you're from. Cola, how are you doing? Hello, Tony, great to hear from you. Hello, who am, I, who am I speaking to? My name is uh, Stephen J. Stephen J. And I'm a Yucataniac, as we like to call ourselves. Uh, number one peninsula in the world, mm. if you ask me. And uh, suck at Florida. And, uh, we, and they uh, we've, got a, we've got a crew here. Um, and uh, hopefully you, you don't hear them too much, but... Uh, we gather around every week and listen to your show, and uh, gosh darn it, we, we just love it. Well, very good. Well, Stephen Jay, to what do I have the pleasure? Well, there's a subject matter that you know we have talked a lot about here locally, and um, it's a bit of a taboo in mm -hmm. the United States. Um, sure. So we, uh, you know, we want to tread on this lightly. I know your your position on uh, non wheat and corn and rice based cereals. You've been very very public about that, and we definitely, you are you're the expert. Look, but, uh, those are those are staple crops. Those keep the economy moving. Uh, they're just the most patriotic things you can make a cereal out of. I understand that, but we're we're hoping that the the recent news of your separation from the uh, the Aryan nation might encourage you to open your mind a bit about something that we in the Yucatan Peninsula have been enjoying for, for quite some time now. Well, that was only five minutes ago, but I'll, I'll give it a shot. We, it was incredibly fortuitous that, that our, our timing aligned like it, it did. Um, also, um, it's a serial miracle. It is, it is indeed a, a serial miracle. And, and we, we stepped out on our serial maybe eight or seven years ago, mm. you know, somewhere in the eight to seven year range. Right. We stopped eating um, what, what Yucataniacs normally eat, which is uh, um, honey bunches of oats. Mm. And we switched to a more traditional swordfish-based cereal that I would like you to listen to us um, explain a little bit about. S sword... Uh you mean, of course, the Hugh Jackman Halle Berry vehicle? Uh, although your VHS commentary of, of that movie, especially the part where you're talking about um, when Halle Berry is topless, was brilliant. As, as I recall, my commentary went something like, my God, they've done it. 
and then you just heard a kind of squelching noise for a while. Um, you, I'm I'm not made of stone. Uh, sorry, go on. Nonetheless, still brilliant in every way, and uh, I think you you summed up what we all thought at the moment. But I'm not talking about the movie Swordfish. All right. Uh, well, I'm fresh. I'm fresh out of ideas. That's my main touch point for the word swordfish, which I'm just realizing now is kind of a nonsense word. Yeah, the the fish itself has uh, a pointy beak, which looks nothing like a sword. Maybe perhaps a fencing foil. So foil fish, maybe? Would have made sense? No, but mm. I, I accept you're talking about a fish. Okay. Well, the, the fact that you're still listening and, and considering our non-traditional cereal um, warms my heart. But, uh, yeah, we've started eating uh, swordfish cereal. Uh, so what I'm imagining is a kind of giant swimming pool of milk, and it has live swordfish quite packed in, but sort of writhing about in it. And then you eat it with a giant uh, digger, like a construction equipment. Is that is this what we're talking about? Tony, you're almost exactly correct. But what if I told you instead of giant swordfish, they were adorable baby swordfish? Is oh my, well that is exciting. And they they play around in your cereal bowl. If you stir it up and make some wake, will they play in it? They they are just such fun-loving creatures, and something about dairy, I think, really just uh, just really brings out the the kid in all juvenile swordfish, mm. and uh, the added bonus of having to you know dodge their potentially deadly hypodermic needle-like sword, right, can really add it fun. And breakfast should be fun, right, Tony? You always say that. I breakfast should be fun, if not deadly. Uh, may I, Stephen Jay, may I ask how many Yucataniacs are left? Because I've got to imagine there have been some casualties. Look, no, nothing worth doing isn't worth having a few stomach punctures. Right. That was that's in, from the Bible. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when yes, uh, Josephiah. God dared him to eat a pincushion. He said, Joseph, I, if you really love me, if you really believe that I am the most high, you will swallow this. And then Joseph, I swallowed it. And then the boomy voice came down from a pie. Oh my God, I can't believe you did it. And then he laughed. And that is where thunder came from. Not just thunder. I think, um, so I've read some of the, the uh, breakfast cereal lore. That's actually where uh, Rice Krispies came from. Absolutely. They would launch, they would bundle all the rice together and launch it directly at Yahweh. And it would come back popped. But you won't hear that in the Pope's sermons. It's not sanctioned, but we Uh, know the truth. Well, he's been bought out by post. It's grape nuts all the time with that guy. Vatican City, more like Vatican shitty breakfast. I'll go along with that. All right. Yeah. The Pope. I'll make an enemy of the Pope. I'm no longer a Nazi. Uh, Sally Ride. I killed Sally Ride. 
It's been a busy day. Uh, I'm excited for the Google alerts I'll be getting as people. Finally, I will get more hits for actually me and none for that cartoon tiger. That's quite exciting. Your tagline, you know, it just it it says so much more in so many syllables than Tony's stupid. Well, I don't. I don't like to, I don't like to make fun of him because he's got that speech impediment. Makes him dr- draw out his R's. You know, I I was over at his house once, uh, and he had just gotten uh, a little a little uh, small habitat for his turtles, and he you know he said to me, "Well, I should try and do his voice." Hey, Tony, would you like to check out my trrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
I think that's it. And then next week I'm going to the Yucatan Peninsula. I'm sorry, I know I'm saying a lot of things out loud, but that's... I, I don't keep notes, so I just have to repeat it to myself until I remember. But, um, hey, stay frosty out there. You know, whatever you've got in your bowl, keep it there until you're tired of it, then kick it to the curb. It's completely acceptable to do so. And just remember, you can't spell cereal without real. And if you pronounce it wrong, that will become more clear. Keep it cereal. But not surreal. Alright, good night. Another strike? How did you do it? Oh, it's just these Honey Nut Cheerios. All of us on tour are eating cereal. I eat cereal every day. How is that making you bowl so well? It's an old family secret. Man, Greg, your wife looks so happy all the time. What are you doing? Yeah, well, I, uh, I guess I have a little bit of a, a secret. Uh, I call it Slippin' Her the Bee. The bowl, that is, of Honey Nut Cheerios. It's a secret to every successful marriage. Like in into her thing? No, no, man. Just just like normal breakfast. I make her bowl of cereal. It's like a nice thing to do in the morning. But what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? I, I had a weird upbringing. Listen, man. I'm getting really tired of your business here. All right, first of all, those weird, weird comments about... Fruit Newtons? Really weird stuff, and I let that fly, man. I miss I misread the box. I look, it's I know it said fig now. Uh, you got a serious problem, Jeremy. I mean I'm serious, dude. Like this is not stuff you should be saying. Here I am trying to give you marriage advice. You're talking about some weird stuff. Um you think if I eat Kellogg's cock flakes, my dick will get bigger? But see, this is the yeah, that's right. Taste some ground, man. Oh. oh. I still don't think violence is the answer. Ah, Jeremy, I'm sorry. I over, I overreacted. I, I mean, I've got a problem too. I just, you know, just, I have a short fuse. I, I, I overreacted. I'm sorry. I hope, hope we're still friends. I will never forget. <coughs> Oh, he's bleeding. Oh, shit. Those sirens? Fuck, 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 fuck. Honey, that Cheerios. <laughs>